This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, here to talk with you about the addition of Tyler Harrell to the Alabama football roster for the 2022 season. Harrell, who spent the previous four years at Louisville, becomes the fifth transfer portal import for the Crimson Tide this offseason, joining wide receiver Jermaine Burton of Georgia, Running back Jameer Gibbs, previously of Georgia Tech. Cornerback Eli Ricks coming in from LSU. And most recently, the addition of Tyler Steen, the offensive lineman from Vanderbilt. Now, Harold known more as a track guy coming out of Columbus High School back in 2018. Columbus High down in the Miami area. Maybe you knew this, but Mike Shula, former Alabama quarterback and head coach a product of Columbus High School down there in South Florida. Harold was a three-star football prospect who held a track and field offer from hometown UM. Ultimately, though, he chose the Cardinals over a host of group of five programs, and after catching just two passes in his first three seasons at UL, Harold semi-broke out in 2021, turning 18 catches into 523 yards and six touchdowns. Now, by my public school upbringing, that tells me he averaged nearly 30 yards per catch last season. And the six-foot, 194-pounder is just the latest South Floridian speedster to make his way to Tuscaloosa, joining the likes of Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, Jerry Judy, He's also similar to Jamison Williams and more recently Jermaine Burton in that he's attracted to an opportunity to showcase his ability in a potential contract year for the redshirt senior. And it makes perfect sense seeing as how he's watched Alabama put five wide receivers in the first round of the last four NFL drafts and he'll see UA make it six in all likelihood in five years when Jamison Williams if Jamison Williams, as expected, goes in the first round next Thursday night. In an attempt to position himself to be the next guy up, he'll catch passes from the top quarterback in the game and Bryce Young, an amenity he spoke to in a recent interview with our Hank South there at BamaOnline.com. Now, as far as a scouting report on Tyler Harrell, when you watch some of his highlights, some of his clips from a season ago, he did a lot of damage out of condensed tighter formations, something you see Alabama utilize a good bit of. And from the look, what you see is he runs a post against a Florida State corner who, respecting the speed of Harrell, is playing about 10 yards off at the snap. And with that, 
Harrell still has four yards of separation at the catch. So if you're wondering if that 4-2-4-3 speed translates to the football field, that's just one clip that you can look back upon for validation, for confirmation that that is absolutely the case. You see it again from a season ago on a crossing route in which he uses that speed after the catch to split the corner and the safety on an explosive play for a touchdown. Working in 12 personnel against Virginia a season ago, he lines up at an inside spot with two wide receivers to the field, and he runs the post behind max protection and the backside safety takes the run fake just enough and can't provide help to the corner in time. And it's 92 yards for a touchdown for Tyler Harrell. The run game like Alabama should have will allow for improved protection. And with that, Harrell will have the ability to get over the top in this offense. And something else his speed does is force corners to open up so early in the route that hitches and outcuts, they end up being easy money which keep the offense on schedule. He can also help create space for others. So it's not just the explosive plays and yards per catch he can produce. He'll also create opportunities for the rest of the Alabama passing game. Now, there have been, because of the lack of productivity in his first three years at the Power 5 level, there have been questions about Tyler Harrell's all-around game, but I liked seeing him make some contested catches against man coverage And the belief among the offensive staff at Louisville was that Harrell was very much in line to take over as a true number one receiver in that offense. In other words, he had elevated his game from being a one or two route pony into a complete understanding of the route tree there at Louisville. And when you watch Louisville's offense and you watch Alabama's offense, there's certainly some carryover that you anticipate similar to what you saw a year ago with Jamison Williams. Now, this is also a guy who has returned kickoffs at the Power 5 level, although you feel pretty good about that right now for Alabama with Gibbs joining that mix to go along with a newcomer like Aaron Anderson and a few others that should be more than capable in that department as well. Mostly, though, Harrell offers the kind of vertical speed an offense can't get enough of. And frankly, at the end of the recently completed spring drills in Tuscaloosa, and in a fashion that was similar to a year ago, Alabama didn't appear to have enough of it. Doesn't mean, by the way, that Ja'Cory Brooks can't or won't be a 50-catch guy as early as the 2022 season. When it comes to volume, that's certainly what you're expecting from Burton, who has that 75-plus catch potential. Meanwhile, Trayshawn Holden is shaping up to be a dependable option in the middle of the rotation as well. You got to jump on things in the spring, on the development of a promising young talent in Kendrick Law, Isaiah Bond, Shaz Preston, Kobe Prentice, Three newcomers set to hit campus in a little more than a month's time. And the layover by Harrell, even if it is just for a season, should allow for the newcomers to come along organically instead of it being a rushed situation. So from a developmental perspective, there's no harm done in that regard. And really, we're talking about a program in the middle of a run for all time in the annals of college football history. So if there are players out there who can be the difference between winning a seventh national championship under Nick Saban, you go out and you do your best to acquire them. This window isn't forever. 
even though that's the way it has to feel to the rest of college football right now, the irony of it all, of course, is that Saban isn't a fan of where we've gone with the transfer route. But you best believe he isn't going to sit idle and watch others use it against him. If anything, when you look at Alabama's receiver room as a whole right now, its most dynamic options prior to the Herald News could be found in the slot where JoJo Earl, Christian Leary, Anderson, all those guys have tremendous upside. And with Harrell in the mix now on the outside, it's easier to envision a passing game that has the potential to score from anywhere on the field. And that's before you factor in the home run ability of Gibbs and what he will offer both as a runner and a receiver out of the backfield. So for continuing coverage of the Harrell situation and other roster items of interest, because as we know, typically when one comes on board, there's the potential for one to leave. Most recently, we saw it with Stefan Wynn Jr., the veteran defensive lineman who hit the transfer portal here in the last week. We're going to keep you up to speed on all those things right here on the Bama Online Podcast, but more importantly, right there at BamaOnline.com. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume pods, by the way. Leave us a rating and a review if you don't mind. While you're doing that, we would greatly appreciate that as well. Be sure to join us on the Roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama fans around the world. Travis Schreier, thanking you once again for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. Until next time, have a great weekend, everybody.